Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. How y'all doing today, boys? Man, feeling good, living better. Shout out to Drake. Shout out to like, Biggie. I feel like. Shout out to Biggie, yeah. Shout out to Biggie. R.I.P. Biggie. The, a goat. Even on Nas is the best overall rapper ever. Shout Nas? out to us. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like Biggie or Tupac over there. On the mic, I'm throbbing. Mechanical why, movement. Understandable smooth shit. That wait, 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 wait. Why, though? What'd he say? He likes Biggie I've or vibe, Pac. I vibe the Pac with Biggie morning. I don't I know. Have you listened to Nas? I listened to Illmatic. Cause you're remember, no, because you remember a couple months ago, we asked him if he ever heard I, I don't even think that was a couple months ago. That was very recently, like some weeks ago. I sat ago. down once in the Once. Oh, okay. I listened to the album. That You know what? We're going to save yeah, this. Yes, We're going to yes, save yes. this. I know. This is your after show topic. This is your after show topic. I got it. Tune into the after show on Friday, where we talk about things like that. Anyway, Mike, how you feeling? I'm good. I just got a haircut. You know how you be feeling great after you get your haircut. Facts, yeah, big yeah. facts. And then I could, yeah, did you decent? That's all. Literally, uh, I ain't even did, did, It doesn't look like he got a haircut. Yeah, I didn't notice. Your barber really j- uh, stole some money from you, but that's a that's. You still have facial hair. Neither here. I mean, that I don't like, no, no, like like this is like stubble. Like, I mean, he got some I, nerve. Look at that. Yeah. He got some nerve. Yeah. And I plan on getting the haircut today. You look like you. I hopefully join the right before your pottery class. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You ready for that pottery? Good. I would yeah. love to take, see pictures and, and videos of it. Please do. I'll see what we create. This is why we whatever, want you to become create, a like. I'll show you a vlogger. Yes. This Imagine is why vlogger. You need to be a vlogger. A this would be a beautiful vlog. And this, sh- I didn't even know we had a pottery classes around. Here. It's not. It's like you go in there and you like make stuff on your. own I am telling you. I know exactly. This what you're is the about. type of stuff you will see on movies like Hitch, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, A Failure to Launch, all those dating movies where they gotta have scenes of them dating. They do random shit like in Hitch. They, they was in a random cooking. <laughs> cooking class and he was allergic to the food and shit. Who really yeah. be going on that double date cooking shit? Like random shit like that. But shout out to D Mills, man. Yeah, ain't no wrong with it. It's just it's just different for us. Trinsetta, you all the supporters and fans might start going to pottery. It's place. gonna be hella old co- old couples there. Hey. It's, it's something she wanted to do, I told her, Hey, I'll take you. So if that's she wanna jump boyfriend. off the top of the bridge, he holding hands with him. Okay. As I long as like we it. got a parachute on, that's cool. Bro, hey, I ain't gonna lie though. Y'all tweets or specifically her tweets be killing me on the timeline, bro. I don't follow her just out of respect for him. <laughs> I'm just joking, I just don't follow no, her. No, it, it's been a lot of head ass shit. What they be saying? Now. Talk to me. Give me some examples. I have to show you after the show. Man. Yeah, it's, it gets it gets real bad. Oh, it's okay. After show type shit. After show. All right. I'm down for that. But basketball. <laughs> But basketball, welcome to episode number we don't know, but we back with the NBA, and we got some stuff to talk about. Y'all want to start off with the guy, uh, the boy, <laughs> the man, the, the king, king. <laughs> the king, um, LeBron. So we're going to start off with this topic after when being interviewed after a game, he said, it doesn't matter to me if I'm the 6C, 3C, 2C, 8C, if I'm in your building for game one. It's gonna be very challenging. That's that's a he he put the league on notice with that statement. Nope. If the league wasn't already on notice for yeah. LeBron James, they need to be fired. Uh, what I like to say is facts, no printer. I agree. I mean, it's straight facts. Yeah. But if you Every, can't defend, how you gonna go into another team's building and win? Wait, what? They don't play good defense. How they gonna go? <laughs> oh, okay. I see that's what, you what mean. I'm saying. Oh, because they have LeBron James. Yeah, LeBron always turns it up in the playoffs. So, 
Either way it go, he gonna make sure he he, he gonna get out the first round. There's no doubt. I don't know. I don't really care who they gonna. I think they getting out the first round. Right. Yeah, um. I think I think he just he's stating the fact, man. When no matter what C LeBron is, you're gonna worry about him, and he's gonna. It's not gonna define what he's gonna do in the playoffs. I think we we understand that. Uh, this is kind of like the Greg Popovich route as well. You know, Popovich yeah. after after a couple years. Um, like stop caring about the number one seed. Like we just gonna get in the playoffs. We are gonna get a good enough seed. We gonna but probably be in the conference finals anyway. The important thing is to to rest and and, and get ready for the playoffs. Uh, Phil Jackson used to do the same thing. He had when he had Kobe and Shaq. They used to you know just basically sim. They used to like coast. Yeah, sim the, through the regular the, season. The, and when the playoffs yeah, the come, season. hey, we might be a third seed, but you know we got Shaq and Kobe, and we coming. Did anybody want to take a guess of what ranked defense they are since after the trade? After the trade? Because I looked this morning. After the last trade. Last night. Because we can get rid of the first half of the season because their team's completely different since then. Yeah. So after the trade. So I, kept, I was looking up numbers for that. My 22nd. guess is the 28th. 22nd, 28th? They're still the 28th? They're the 24th. So they got a little bit better on defense, but still they're tied with the Bulls when it comes to defensive rating, which is not. That's not like playoff worthy, though. You know why? Well, the reason I think why is because. They got younger in certain areas, but their main thing they didn't address, and that's rim protection. Larry Nance is not a rim protector as good as he's been and as better as he's been for other than Tristan Thompson. Uh, he's still not a legit rim protector like a Tyson Tanley, DeAndre Jordan. That's, you know, where a lot of points are coming from in the paint. So, yeah. Take a guess at their offense. Fourth. Fifteenth. Eleventh. Sixth. Okay. So offensively, they've been they've been doing well. Their offensive numbers outweigh the defensive numbers just slightly, which wasn't really the case at the beginning of the season. But still, their main struggle is on the defensive side of the ball. I want to talk about Larry Nance Jr. real quick. Could we have seen the last of Tristan Thompson in the starting lineup? We could. It makes sense. We could have seen the last of Tristan Thompson uh, as a Cavalier, as far as like having a legitimate role. He might have a. a game or two in the playoffs where he gets 12, 13 rebounds and it's, and it's significant, but I could definitely see after this season, um, especially if they come up short, him being uh, shipped out. I like him off the bench, too, because he come, like most of the time when he comes to the bench, he has a little bit more energy, mm-hmm. and then most of the time he's also going against the second unit, so he's a little bit more, like he thrives better in that situation. He's that better than most situation. second unit I don't, anyway. Tristan Thompson is weird for me. I'm not sure if I like him or not. I know he he does a very good job of rebounding the ball and whatnot. Uh, he improved throughout his career with the free throw shooting, um, but I, I I just don't know about him. Mm. I don't know if I like. I don't him. know. He doesn't have the same energy as Larry Nance. At like all. He, he'll rebound the ball, but he's not going to be in like the position and where he his needs to be. Hands are very bad. He, yeah. he he can't catch. Yeah, he's not that good offensively. Yeah, and he he and then with to Larry Nance around. too, he brings that mid range jumper. Yeah, he's a, you have to kind of respect it. Yeah, um, as a threat. Also, a couple nights ago, LeBron James closed out the game against the Denver Nuggets, putting up 39-10-8. Two fall-away jump, jump shots, you know. They, they lost last night, though. They did the lose to the Clips, which is I – don't, I don't think that's a bad loss because the no. Clippers have been contending. You know, they're fighting for their playoff spots. Um, DeAndre Jordan had a 20-20 game, you know. It's going to be hard. I'm trying to think about – in the Eastern Conference, would they have to go against any, like, dominant big men in the playoffs? No, right? Is there not Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. I guess that will be the only guy, right? That's their first-round matchup, uh, potentially. If it's, yeah, if it's started right now. That's it, though. That's the only, like, dominant big man in the Eastern Conference. So the 2020 game that they just had, um, the Clippers just had against them, won't really be there 
you know, in the East because there's yeah. nobody to do that except for, again, Joel and B. So they don't really have to worry about that too much. But, yeah, defense has just been the problem. Aside from the fact of the playoffs, you know, LeBron James is one of the most talked about athletes in the world in the history of sports. And, you know, as, as we gear up towards the playoffs – a lot of distractions are around the Cavaliers, and one of them are that he won't be playing for them. As, mm-hmm. as, I, as I mentioned, you know, Tristan Thompson may not be a Cavalier for not too long. It's been speculation that LeBron has a list of teams he will prefer to go to this coming um, offseason during free agency, and the list consists of four teams, the Cavaliers, of course, right. the Philadelphia 76ers, mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Lakers, and the Houston Rockets. Mike just had a small smirk. I was going to ask y'all. I was going to ask y'all which one is the most likely destination and the I least likely. Houston. Most likely for me, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes, one hundred percent. Well, that's second. Houston is second. I don't Cavaliers think that. I don't first. think that Houston is a likely destination because they'd have to do so many moves to make it happen. It would and, be good for him. And also, people got to understand that y'all. Everybody think about the Houston aspect from LeBron James's view. We have nobody has considered James Harden and the actual players on the team. I don't know. If, I, I don't. I just don't know. So and would they need him? Would he want to go there? That's Wouldn't what I'm saying. Like people are like, oh, that three-headed beast of like Chris Paul, James Harden, and LeBron is going to be too much for the league. Put the world on shock. But they, first of all, they're already putting the world on shock. Second of all, James Harden. They have two ball handling people that's already doing what they need to do. They found a way to be successful. Yeah, they found a way to be successful, successful like that. Add LeBron to it. I mean, obviously, it would work out, but it would just be weird because they're all three people that need the ball. I just feel like it's so close to what Kevin Durant did. You know, especially, you know, it looks like James Harden is going to run away with the MVP. It looks like the Rockets are going to have a long playoff run. Are they going to go to the finals? That's to be seen. But they are at least favorites to make it to the Western Conference Finals. And it's like, you know, he going to really join the team that just won 60-plus games, made it to the Western Conference Finals, potentially went to the Finals, and they have the reigning MVP. I don't know if he's doing that for his legacy. But with the KD thing, at least we saw a legitimate role there. You yeah. know, I don't see a role for LeBron yeah, on that either. team. Because when I think about the Golden State Warriors, I'm, I'm okay with Steph coming off screens or even just sitting in the corner for like a play or two at a time. Same with Klay Thompson. But... I, Chris Paul, he already does that enough with James Harden. Now you got to do it more. And, and you, you can't run a five out with Le, um, James Harden with the ball and LeBron on the wing because LeBron is not a great three point shooter. You know that's the point. Like, do they even need him though? They don't. That, yeah, that's exactly. they don't. It's just the idea of putting LeBron. I don't under think team. Philly needs him either. They don't because yeah. they have a LeBron they have, James. They have Ben Simmons. Yeah. So that would if they got him, they, that would force them to be like, win, win, win now. When in reality, what Ben Simmons twenty, twenty one years yeah. old, Joel Embiid is twenty three. Like that team is still young and nurturing. They, they don't and I'm need seeing, to be contenders right now. I'm continually continuing to see videos of Markel Fultz with an improved jump shot. They're yeah, getting, getting back to what I've seen in Washington. There's no hitch, um, and that, that's very good to see. And, and that, that points to the fact of control. Like, that makes them a win, 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 win instantly now when they still have, you know, Markel Fultz, who's a young piece and promising. Even though this year has been a disaster, he's still he's still a, a, a phenomenal basketball player. Um, and you, you have pieces like that that you would just have to put in the fire. 
like instantly Markel Mar- Fultz come back and now he got to be a championship. Or they may trade him away. Role play. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they may trade him Let's away. Let's go get somebody. He, his trade value may be high. And then you're going to trade him away for a guy that's just going to help you for the next two years just to win a championship when he can probably be a perennial all-star for years to come and you might have a three-headed monster organically with Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and Markel Fultz. So uh, I'm not going to trade away a lot of our promising future for two years of LeBron James. What about the Lakers? Like, does it fit for the Lakers it, either? No. They're also I'm saying no. nurturing, too. I have, they're my second team. I just, I see the possibility of even coming, but I just don't want it because I feel like he's going to hinder. Stunt the growth. He gonna, yeah. Not even stunt the growth. He's just going to hinder what all we did. Like, we got Brandon Ingram. Now he's come showing his potential. Lonzo Ball starting to. Stunt the growth. <laughs> yes, bro. And I, I know if he comes in, He's gonna want to win. He's gonna be like, you know what? Let's sign a whole bunch of these veterans, mm-hmm. and or let's trade some of these young people. Yeah. Just yeah, like with the yeah, thing. Let's I, trade I just, some of these I'd rather piece. win in the future when it's like more likely Golden State maybe coming down. All these other teams are coming down. You don't want to put your franchise at risk yeah, for two to with, three years of LeBron James. Yeah, when y'all don't work so hard and struggle so much to get to a spot, a, a position where you like, you can see. Yeah, man. You can see that. I'm the happy as I ever been in a while for these Lakers, man. Yeah, you got you a guy. Well just stay home. Then. You got a guy yep. like Brandon Ingram who's improved this entire year. You got a guy like Lonzo Ball last night had 15, 8, and 8. Um, Kyle Kuzma, y'all got lucky and just struck gold with that. So, I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to put all that shit to risk for two and, and I, I like, like LeBron two, yeah. but I mean, and even if we had LeBron we're not being Golden State I mean like they would have room for one more guy and I don't even think if you bring in Paul George or DeMarcus Cousins too I don't think that's enough to I, I'd Golden rather State wait work. and get a Paul George now, or a I would love superstar. to see that don't get me wrong I would yeah, love yeah, to see oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lonzo who would want LeBron on their team right. Lonzo Ball Paul George Brandon Ingram LeBron James and whoever the fuck you want F5 Damn. Oh no, we already yeah. got you put two. Okay, you already said two. They got some money. I don't know about that five. Who who would they five be? Nah, they wouldn't have money. We wasted that money on the wall. They probably just resigned Brooke. No. I don't even think they would. The way Brooke Lopez has played the ne- last two games, he's trying to get the, a decent contract this offseason. He's trying to get somewhere. Twenty two points, zero rebounds. Yeah, twenty nine points. He had four rebounds though. First, oh, that was one of the games. Like four zero rebounds. Yeah, one of the games. But he did hit the game one of those. Hey, I'm cool with it. Zero rebounds is cool if you if you helping your team win. I don't even see how that's possible. I can see have zero rebounds. It should like Lonzo, Paul George, LeBron, and Ingram. Um, I could see a guy like Tyson Chandler, Chandler taking a veteran minimum. He's from L.A. Um, the son. He, he still has one more year in his contract. Yeah, so I'm, I would see him to get a buyout or something like that because the Suns suck. They um, are terrible. He's older. He's a rim protector. Like I said, he's from L.A. You know, he's at the end of his career. Possible. But I still got Cleveland as a favorite, especially when you think about the possibility of Griffin selling the team. And that speculation, that that rumor. So, only time will tell with LeBron, man. Yeah, I just this is like so weird because out of all thirty teams, the only team in my mind that makes sense for LeBron to go to is to stay home. Mm-hmm. There's no like place that he can go that he can build a contender, or there's no contending team that has basically a role for him, which is which is weird because he's the best player in the world. So, I mean, I guess technically he can go anywhere and help yeah, them out. I'm very upset that the Knicks ain't on that list. Because <laughs> when you think about when you think about the Knicks, he, he it's not even just LeBron and Porzingis. He can, that's all it would be. Yeah, he can come there and and really just be himself. I, I mean, don't have I to, see he don't have to fit. I, I definitely mesh. see that he he don't have to fit and mesh with nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like the Lakers have Lonzo Ingram and all them. Um, the Sixers have 
Chris. They have they, they have Chris Stops and a bunch of role players. Yeah, but Chris Stops is not a guy that's ball dominant. He not. I know. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. It would work for him because you get all he would do is make his team. Somebody better. would take Frank, but. Again, it won't it won't be successful just that because they they won't have enough firepower. We would run through the fucking east. And the, yeah, <laughs> LeBron run through the east with us on this motherfucking team. <laughs> <laughs> and then we would, you know, what I'm saying we would trade packages of Frank and some in in, a, in this future first round pick that we about to get this year. Hey, yeah. yeah, we gonna go and get. You know what I'm saying? Who? Yeah, I'm listening. Because <laughs> right now, you know who he's sounding like. He talking about he talking like me a couple years ago with the Lakers. With the Lakers. Well, we ain't have nothing. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm joking. You was probably dead. Ed. Oh, I was dead because I you got to speak into existence. Uh, I know damn well. No, <laughs> just we no. looking good. No. no. Um, what player do you want the Knicks to draft this year? Mm. Michael Porter Jr. I just feel like y'all gonna get him though. Uh, he may I, be I, there. I hope so. Yeah, yeah I hope so. Um, Michael Porter Jr. or Luka Doncic, uh, small forwards. I don't think Luka, Luka not gonna be there uh, unless y'all could get lucky and get the first pick. You, you know? know, you know, because we're a big market. They always do that type of shit. The Bulls but, um, had the ninth best odds when they got their roles. Yeah, Rose, exactly. And now the Knicks have the ninth <laughs> best odds. It could happen. Um, I, yeah, I would like to see Luka, Luka Doncic or Michael Porter Jr. We need wings um, that can stand next to... Yeah, y'all need to get rid of Lance Thomas. I, li- I would like our length. <laughs> we would be so versatile if we got one of those guys because then you can put you can put Przingis at the five sometimes and then slide Porter Jr. to the four. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to go Porter Jr. at the three, he's 6'10". Przingis at the four, he's 7'3". We would be long. Then Frank Nikina as the point guard, 6'5". Oh, my gosh. Don't even get... Who don't get my hopes up high? Y'all gotta get that pick first, though. Yeah, we do gotta get that pick first because the Knicks are the type of team that we would do all of this shit, position ourselves for a very good pick, and who will we take? Trey Young. And then I would be up in here shooting motherfucking rounds off KB balcony, <laughs> <laughs> asking to be arrested. So yeah. So the Cavs are just—they're up half a game on the Wizards and the Pacers. So you never know. They could drop all the way down to five. Could the Wizards you won that? last night, too. Yep, the Wizards won, and then the Pacers are back on they the win streak. the Pelicans win streak. Um, could y'all imagine? Okay, so the Raptors have been amazing this year. Number one seed, seven-game win streak Snap currently. the Rockets streak. Snap the Rockets streak. I would love streak. that finals. Rockets versus Raptors. That that would be so satisfying. The Rosen or Harden. I, Let I me say something, bro. The end of that game was wild. First of all, did you see that James Harden James oh. Yeah that turned around You talking about like Near the baseline DeMar Rosen Yeah That was a big shot But before <laughs> that You seen James Harden shot mm. He hit that step back I forgot who was in face it was But he It was something nasty <laughs> It was nasty It was nasty <laughs> Like a James Harden type shot Right It's crazy Cause like the, it, was, it was such a bad shot that, But once you hit, Once he hit it You're like Oh that's just yeah, James, James Harden Yeah you come accustomed To him taking these Bad good shots But I did like the, I think the last play Of the game We seen DeMar DeRozan And James Harden On each other mm-hmm. And DeMar DeRozan Clamped up Which is That's good to see uh, Kyle Lowry also had 30 points yeah, that so, was big too. I think I don't know if he's going seven from that from deep, you know, in the playoffs. They right, other night, yeah, but basketball season is finally back, and you know what that means? It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over four hundred million dollars in prizes this season. That's more than ten times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. 
Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember, there'll be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Just, the way he played in the playoffs, they, they, yeah, you just ain't got to worry about that. Yeah, it's good to see you know Kyle Lowry stepping up, having a big game because he's been he's been consistent this year, but he ain't had them games. So I also looked thing. at it like out of all the points because I had the, uh, like a hundred and some points. Mm-hmm. I think DeRozan and Lowry only command for like fifty. They so did, this, yeah. that's good to see that their team is they like the other part of their team is actually Stepping putting up, up points. Yeah. They have one of the deepest teams in the league. Yeah, uh, Van, Van Fleet was playing uh, real good deal. Um, I will never forget uh, when Paul. I said two months ago, Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, he was playing real good deal on Chris Paul, and I thought that that was good to know. And he also hit a game winner this week. Yeah, shout out to the Chicago one. Um, wouldn't it be terrible for them to match up against the Cavs in the second round? That would just be some Raptor luck type shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> who, who is your favorite to win the East? Is it still LeBron and, and company? Uh, to be honest, the Raptors have been looking so good. They and have, they just beat yeah. the Rockets. I don't know. I think they're the real deal this year. But that shit. But, but then seven, again, you don't want to bet against Seven LeBron. games, man. Seven games. They you have to win. Seven games? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would look, Like I said, I would love Rockets versus Raptors. We get a new a new championship. There's no Warriors or Cleveland Cavaliers. But in a realistic world, if you ask me who my favorites are, I'm gonna go Cleveland. And then on that West, I got you know Oklahoma City. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> in a realistic world, <laughs> they, the they just missing the playoffs. Right, the team is they not. Well, if they miss the playoffs, I'm gonna be this bitch doing backflips. Ain't they the Paul seven George, seed right now? Go to L. A. They're the seventh seed, I'm pretty sure, and they're gonna have to pay the Rockets in Man, the first round. That, I'm not seven. paying attention to that shit unless they go on like a. I'm not, yeah, all the Warriors are the second. I can't pay attention they, to the like bottom half of the standings until it's like a day before, just because it's so close. Yeah, yeah. Um, people get mad because the Raptors don't get a lot of media media coverage, which is true. They don't, and then they get mad because people like us say they're not the favorite. But if you look at their history in the playoffs, it's hard to pick them. Mm. But then again, on the conflicting side, they plan completely different this year yeah, as far as system. Well. So I'm in the middle with they got it. a deeper team. Yeah, I, I would like to see them be successful because I like DeMar DeRozan. I really like DeMar DeRozan. I like Fred Van Vliet because he's from where we're from. So I want to see them be successful. But then again, it's you gonna, know that LeBron is them. Yeah, it's going to be weird if LeBron doesn't make it to the finals, though. It's, it's going to be a if long... If you ask me, I think it, this is the year to beat LeBron. If you're going to beat oh, LeBron, yes, it, has 100%. To be, it has to be this year. His team is struggling as a whole, so you have to beat him this That's year. That's why I say I don't know like how far they're going to get with their defense because out of seven games, uh, maybe two of those games, you don't show well at all. And your defense not there to help you out. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah, exactly. If you can't play defense, you cannot rely on your offense. Because I think the Raptors game. are like, what are they, like a top five, top ten yeah, defensive they're team? they're top five in every category, I'm pretty sure. Number yeah. two defense and since the trade deadline. So, yeah, they're, they're number That's three defense over at, time. Right now, they're looking like the team to beat. Nobody mentioned the Boston Celtics. No, no, yeah, no. Young. did you see that? Yeah. I, I asked, did you see that Jalen Brown fall? Yeah, that was, yeah. I didn't want to see. I it, seen I it live, bro, and I was like, it. I, at first, I thought he was just about to bounce back up, but then I also seen how hard he fell. Yeah, and then his like I, body I clenched up. Yeah, I thought he was Doing like football. Yeah, shit. bro, I was I was happy when he started moving again, bro, because yeah. he was just standing or uh, laying there. 
They brought out the stretcher too. But he walked off. He walked off though. He walked off. Everybody was good. Everybody was holding like they covering their eyes, like with Gordon Hayward. I was like, man. But he tweeted late uh, that morning, like, he's cool. His head just hurt. So, <laughs> yeah, I protocol. Well. So, yeah. So, good that nothing bad happened because that could have ended terribly. It really could have. And I think him. Bill Simmons has seen, like, this is one of the, like, few times or many times where players have tried to dunk and they, like, lost their balance or something mm-hmm. and it handed them bad. Well, it happened to Chris, Chris Dunn earlier this year, but it was one yeah. one other player. Who was it? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that lost their footing on a two-handed dunk and their body just swung. I think it wasn't even their footing. Didn't he do that twice? If it was, that dude needed to stop dunking with two hands. I don't know. I thought about that when I said, like, ain't that his second time doing it? When you say that, it does seem like it was him. Yeah. I think it was him. But he was talking about, like, the grip on the rims, like, people are slipping. Yeah, because a pl- college player did the same thing. Yeah. And, like, a, the same day or day before. It wasn't as bad, but he's, he failed, too. I remember, bro, that's how Paul George got injured, too. Um, he went oh, yeah, for the chase he, down block. Oh, he did? I thought yeah. it was the thing. He tried, yeah, like, that's how Evan Turner got injured in college that yeah, broke his broke damn back. back. Um, so, damn, that shit hurt. Yeah. But, you know, you know what made me, like, what, what made me, what was worse than that for me to watch? Steph Curry's injury. Because I have ankle problems. Yeah. So when I watch somebody else do that to their ankle, I can feel the pain. That yeah, shit. That, that's um, with me with any injury. I've been feeling that pain. I can't, like, I My ankle them. literally, I was literally watching and my ankle start hurting. Just like when people who've been shot, when it rained, they can yeah. feel. Yeah. You ain't know that? What happened? When people get who shot. get shot, oh, cause they, rain, yeah. they get by, like Keyshawn. Keyshawn was shot. Yeah. So whenever it would rain. He he would be hurting. It's like, something like with the air pressure. Like, yeah, that shit very weird. Wait, what? I've never heard is it that because there's something like yeah. is it when they're shot? Because it was this metal. girl at my like, it's like the metal. Piece yeah, because it was a girl at my old job. It. it was a girl at my yeah. old job that had like, some like, metal in her leg. Serious pain. He'd be in, in the house. It's like ah, you know what I'm saying. Like when it rained, you just know Keyshawn was from the start <laughs> hurting because he got shot in his foot. That's so, crazy. I've never heard that. Yeah. Because don't they have to like put like a metal plate in there? I can't tell you exactly why. Yeah, it's something with the It's something to do with the metal, bro. Okay. Yeah, some of the metal and the air pressure, like it just it messes it up. Yeah, that's that was very weird to hear for me too. But yeah, that's. Hey, fact. let's give a shout out to our boy Dear Gross. Oh yeah, hey, Dear Gross. Hey, I've been hearing a lot hey. of both sides. Let me let me let me hear the sides first. People I been saying told like, y'all. The, what? Not y'all, but I'm just saying people in general. Oh, uh, I don't know. A lot of people have been saying like he not gonna fit. Ain't nothing he was gonna do that. Now other people are like this. Derrick Rose though, he gonna come off the bench or he gonna play big man. He he still got it in him. And I'm like, either, it could go either way. But I'm really leaning towards the sides. He just ain't gonna be doing much. The first of all, we don't even know how many minutes he's gonna play. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot. Oh, it's Tibbet though. He's playing forty. <sighs> yeah. What I'm a, role? I'm gonna tell he you like doesn't I, really have a th- role. This though. is what I, I I put a video out on this. This this is basically what I said in the video. People need to stop associating the Cleveland Cavaliers roles. With who Rose is Because that's not Who really Rose is Because And the reason I say that Is because He played with LeBron James As great and unique As LeBron James is He's one of the hardest players Ever in history To play with Because He has the ball In his hands So players like Derrick Rose And Dwayne Wade Who have been accustomed To having the ball In their hands Throughout their career They are forced To sit in the corner Which is not their strength Like That's just not their strength So I can't expect Derrick Rose To be Anything of anything when he's just in the corner because he's, he's not being But he's in a useful. similar situation at the Timberwolves. Nah, no, because they don't have a – who's, who's, who's ball? I mean, but they down? have a lot of ball. Jamal Crawford needs the ball. Tyus Jones needs the ball. Yeah, Jet Jamal T Crawford needs is the ball. just going pound, 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 pound for 40 minutes of the game. He's only I playing, mean, what, 25 minutes in the game? They, but that's where Derrick Rose is probably going to play too, though. Right, so I could – but – 
I can see Derrick Rose being better with the Timberwolves opposed to the Cavaliers. I can see that too, but another thing is they need defense. Because you're forgetting a vital, vital point, Mike. He averaged 18, 4 and 4 as a third option. <laughs> He's not in a triangle office, so what if that triangle offense made him thrive? Now he don't got it no more. Uh oh. Hey, them Thibs need to do some coaching and go get that motherfucking triangle back and do that. <laughs> they need defense. I think they rank like 25th or something. They like need that. Jimmy. They need a bench. They are te- they're literally the worst bench in the yeah, league. Yeah, they need a bench. They so this, really this signing doesn't hurt them at all mm-hmm. because Derrick Rose can potentially do something. The real question is, will he do anything? That's how, that's how I closed out my point. The risk and the reward are very lopsided. If you get anything out of him, you, you got it. But if not, you just release his ass at the end of the season. <laughs> Don't they just need Wiggins to just pick it up? Like, he's playing. You, like, he's not playing. You're not, you're not it's, it's not just him, though. Yeah, like, yeah, he's, yeah. It's but, really but not just him. Going, it's just, I'm telling you, it's Realistically, defense, you're not going to get that, though. I'm just telling you. He's just a guy that's just going to do what he do. He's going to get his 20. If you have the worst bench in the league, Wiggins having he can have 30, but if the bench goes in and blows your lead, it don't really matter. They literally have the worst bench in the league yeah. statistically. Mm-hmm. But they know that. <laughs> so I'm thinking so this is what their lineup will be looking like. If this is their bench unit. Hopefully this they don't just throw five bench players out. It'll be Derek at the one, Tyus at the two. Jamal at the three. That's all you need to really know as far as defense goes. That sounds like a very small. I don't think they. They still have Dang. I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't think they're gonna do that. Do they have Dang still? Yeah, Gorgie Dang. Yeah, yeah. I, don't I haven't really been watching them as much. Yeah, he comes know. off the bench. Um, Bielitsa starts. Yeah, yeah, okay. Bielitsa That's been the playing. guy. That is the guy. I, to be honest, he you might have to put him on your bench to help that bench out. Yeah, I would have Dang at the five, but it'd be hard for them to because they tried that. It'd be hard for them to do that with Dang and Towns. I don't know. Space yeah, is just way off yeah, that yeah. way. But yeah. I said that in the offseason, my biggest thing for them is they don't have the spacing. They just don't have shooters. Because you're forgetting that Todd Gibson is still there, too. Yeah, I know. So they would have Todd. Would you want to have Todd, Dang, and Towns to have Bielitz off the bench? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I mean, you would have to have Todd and, Todd and Bielitz and then Towns and Dang. Why not start Tyus, Antigue, Wiggins at the three, Gibson, Towns, Derrick Rose, Crawford. Um, I don't know who the who they 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 lack big or they lack like. I I want him to be the four, but he's been thriving as a three in the since Jimmy's been out. So put him at three. Either way, go. I hope they 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 got a long stretch. They play Golden State. They are either tonight or today. I. I said uh, tomorrow They bit. play them tomorrow yeah. So as this video Or this podcast Come out At 2 o'clock Central time So it's in the middle it's Of the day Spurs this week too Don't they mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if, if Derek is suiting up For tomorrow's game He better be man Yeah there's no reason Why he shouldn't He was talking about He could have played The first game But I think Tibbs Didn't want him to I'm, I'm really curious To see what Thibodeau Does with his minutes Did he pick a number Is he number one I, I don't know he, if he picks I hope he's two five I hope he, he can't be number one Because it's Tyler Jones Yeah It's Simeon number That'd That's these, no the New York Nick number. Come when on, man. no, it's the yeah, average eighteen, 18 four and four. <laughs> R.I.P. to Benji, but that's what I like. <laughs> the number one, just li- leave it for Chicago because Chicago get mad and everybody, anybody else try to wear it. So just retire it as a whole, and he should retire it as well. Go to twenty five, and we back, baby. Should they retire it though? Do you really think the Bulls should if retire? They, the if, they, if they had won a championship in their area, I'd be like, yeah, go but ahead, retire. Still, no, nah. go ahead. Nah. Zach Randolph and the Grizzlies ain't do that, shit. But that's different. Different markets. Different everything. The Bulls have success in their... The Grizzlies ain't done shit as a market. The Grizzlies ain't done nothing. They literally were 
okay for five still, years. That Derrick Rose era is still a pivotal moment. He's Chicago's child. Re- ben Gordon's moments, but he's not pivotal. Chicago's child. Any Ben Gordon but moments? That, should that really matter, man? Ben, are you really comparing Ben Gordon to Derrick but Rose? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm comparing your statement. To what? The you pivotal. said there were pivotal moments. There were pivotal moments with, when when um not like ben Derrick Gordon. Rose's. Derrick Rose, the MVP, Easter Conference Finals. Ben Gordon didn't do hat. No, he was the sixth man of the year and rookie of the year. B- Derrick Rose, rookie of the year. I know that's what I was talking about. With Derrick Rose, I wasn't talking about Ben Gordon. Uh, both of them. Get, no, yeah, no, no. Ben Gordon went rookie of the year. He won six man. Okay, he won six man. I thought he just won six man as a rookie. I don't think he won rookie of the year. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. I thought we looked up that he won both, but either or. Derrick Rose, the rookie of the year. Did y'all see the picture of Ben Gordon? Ben Gordon, um, Joe Kim Noah, and Luau Dang were hanging out together like this week. They went to eat, went to dinner. Oh, shit. And it had me feeling some type of way. I bet. Oh, that's why Joe Kim texted me that he was on that weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. My Knicks is paying him to go hang out with Ben Gordon, weird ass. <laughs> Chill, man. Ben Gordon. He's well, they ain't paid to go hang out, too. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, Mike, we need to go meet up with them and then check their ears because they spend they spend Luol, just just ask for that buyout or something, man. For the record, I do think they should like retire Derrick Rose's number. I just like to play devil's advocate on the show because I think arguments are cool. Mm-hmm. Me too. Even though, like throughout history, what do we have? Six jerseys numbers retired. Jordan, Jordan, Pip, Bob Love, Bob Love, Jerry Sloan, um, Dennis Rodman. Who else? That's five. I think they have six. Uh, um, All right. Google time. Artis Gilmore. No. Um, Reggie Theus. LaMarcus Aldridge. Oh, it might be Reggie. It might be Reggie. Nobody realized what he said. What did he say? LaMarcus Aldridge. (laughs) I just brought Uh, it up. Oh, no. Two, four. Did you name them all? Oh, as a general manager, Jerry. They made all the moves oh to make gosh. make the Bulls what oh they were. And I, yeah, Derrick Rose gets a jersey. He, I mean, he did make the trade to pick up um to pick up Scotty on draft night. He also tried to trade Scotty. He also did, but it didn't happen. So let's not talk about that. <laughs> um, he did he sign Dennis Rodman or he make the trade for Dennis? Rodman? Nonetheless, he he built those teams that won six championships. Okay, so that that matters. Uh, may he rest. Shout in out peace. to Phil Jackson. Rest in peace, though. Shout out to Phil Jackson. Jamal Murray. I know he just he, he blooming right now because right now he look real good. He, he's looking real good. He looks good. You don't got to do that to my team. We know y'all won the game. Y'all won the other game too. I seen you dribble around Lonzo. Stop before we beat your ass. <laughs> Jamal Murray is to me like Kelly Uber, and this is why I say this. I want to like them, but they do all this extra shit. That makes me not like, and I'm I'm a fan of shit talking and the antics and all that, but it's just how they do it. I, so, I don't know any. What are y'all talking about? Can y'all explain? All right, so because I, w- all right, I so the, the first time they played the Nuggets, I don't know if it was the first time, but either way, the, the this previous the game, incident, the first, yeah, incident. the previous game, like you know how they was talking about just dribbling the ball out. He was doing some extra stuff. Came over, started dribbling around Lonzo and everything. It was like, why? Julius Randle pushed him foul. Yeah, and it was all disrespect. This game, I think. It's kind of controversial because it was like twenty eight. It was like twenty four seconds left in the game clock, but it was like eighteen seconds, and they were kind of dribbling around. And I think they were trying to run a play or something. And Jamal Murray, like he was, he was aggressive as hell, and he stole the ball. And now he was just like they were basically he was being extra. And Luke Wall was like, yeah, it's still at the end of the game, he stole the ball and he said something to the Lakers bench, and whatever mm-hmm. he said was disrespectful. And 
they already had the history. And yeah. after he did the first incident with Lonzo Ball, when he dribbled around him, he was quoted of saying, I did take it too far. He admitted that he took it too yeah. far and that, you know, the atmosphere had got to him and all of this. And then I guess he basically did it again. And this is the first time I've seen Luke Walton really go off. Yeah. And Luke Walton was saying, you know, fuck him, all this type of shit. He's a bum. Um, these are just me reading lips at the end of the game. Um, and then they asked my boy. They asked my boy after the game. And I was so happy with the response that my boy, Triple, Mr. Triple B, ZO2 himself. So they, I guess, you know, they asked him about the incident in Jamal Murray. He said, I don't worry about Jamal Murray. Somebody asked him again. He said, like I said, ain't nobody worried about him. <laughs> and that's, that's what I want to hear from Lonzo. I don't want to yeah. hear the politi- politically correct answer. And they play Tuesday. Kyle Kuzma said, yeah, we, okay, we're going to remember that. We, we will see them Tuesday. And that's a fact. That's the type of energy I want to see from a young, hungry team. Don't let nobody disrespect y'all. I know y'all suck. It's a bad year. Y'all not going to be in the playoffs. But still, don't roll over and allow nobody to disrespect y'all. Period. Jamal mm-hmm. Murray is a cornball. And the reason I say that is just because he's just corny to me. Same thing with Kelly Oubre. I like them both. They're both good players, but they just do a lot of extra shit that's just like. <laughs> and I, was, and I, I see somebody like, why don't nobody say nothing with Steph when Steph do it? What well, does Steph, Steph is a two-time MVP and a champion. What does Steph do that's disrespectful? <laughs> like when he shoot his threes and do all the high stuff. You know, that's normal. That's I don't know. I was reading into it, and people were theorizing that because all the hype around Lonzo and Jamal Murray didn't really – Jamal Murray had to work for his way up, and now he's starting to bloom and everything. And if you talk to people, like, people would still probably take Lonzo Ball over Jamal Murray just because all the hype and everything. So he's like, Jamal Murray got that chip on his shoulder, you I guess. Lonzo Ball. Me too. I, I I was telling talking to him. Gary Harris and Jamal Murray was a problem for us, bro. We cannot yeah. stop none of those they threes. They they good players. They I are know. good players. Like I, I said, I give credit. They going from like that role players to so they're actually like solid star or not stars, but solid but yeah, starters. They becoming. Yeah, yeah, they come to play. They're gonna be prominent for that team for years to come. Um, yeah, but I just yeah, I'm bro. Not. I've been watching these Lakers recently, like like closely. What's Lonzo Ball, please keep that ball. Do not give it to Isaiah Thomas. Please do not. Because he just don't know what to do with that ball. That was my next question for you as a Laker fan. What's been your thoughts on Isaiah Thomas? Well, all y'all. All y'all. Isaiah Thomas. Because we was hard on Isaiah Thomas. I know I was. Some, t- some games you can get that somewhat Boston Celtics Isaiah Thomas. He's going to hit shots. Other games he just jackballed. He Contract terrible. shooting. He, first of all, he, the defense is never there. So that's why I'm saying, like, I don't know, man. I, I really don't like this. And they just signed Derrick Williams. You seen that? Yeah, it's a 10-day contract. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. We don't even need him. How y'all feeling, Derrick and KB? How y'all feeling about the Isaiah Thomas Lakers? I don't have nothing to say about Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Big Any, anything about the Lonzo situation, Jamal Murray? Nah, man. No. I think y'all y'all wrapped up because y'all were there. I, I mean, I got no interest in it. It's nothing to I'm me. I'm just saying, like, how do you feel about Jamal Murray as a player? Jamal Murray's really good. Yeah, yeah he's good. really good. Same thing with Lonzo, though. You know, um, I watched them against the Cavs up last week, and they were tearing up the Cavs defense. Mm-hmm. They look good, man. Because we talked about something similar to this the other day when we were like, do you hold? Do you dribble the ball out? Right? Is right it, this, yeah. is, this is the same situation to me. Mm-hmm. And my 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 point is, I don't I'm I don't, say this I don't care. I'm gonna it's, say this. It's, it's a disrespectful. Who cares? I don't need to respect. My you. thing. I, I really don't care about the dribbling and that type of thing. My thing is when you're on a basketball court, 
don't say nothing that you won't say outside of the basketball court. It's okay to talk shit, but you got to stand on your word. You can't be – that's just like with the Austin Rivers and the, the Rockets type shit. It, I don't know what Austin Rivers was saying, but he, apparently he said something to Trevor Reza that made Trevor Reza feel like he had to go and step to him. And that's the problem. A lot of people want to talk and, and say certain shit on a basketball court because they're protected. But then when it goes after the shit, they don't want to live up to it. It's just like, oh, it's just basketball. And that I, I just don't know. Just keep it basketball. If it's just basketball, stay basketball. If you can't hold your word on what you say on the court, off the court, don't say it at all. Like when Ben Simmons told Larry to meet him in the hallway. Right. And, and he was going to meet him in the hallway. He was going to whip his – what you mean? No, Larry said that he went in the hallway and Ben Simmons wasn't there. So he wanted, he wanted Ben Simmons – to go do a different tunnel and walk all the way. Oh, that was it. Ben Simmons. The one that said, "Meet me." Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ben Simmons said, "Meet me in the hallway." And Larry nobody is going to let them meet. <laughs> nobody on the Sixers officials. Who was that? Do y'all remember a while ago? I think it was Carmelo and KG. They were trying to meet up. Oh no, they no. They did. Melo went to the sex, uh, Celtics bus, about it. but nobody allowed him to get super close. Is what I'm saying. Nobody yeah. allowed. He don't want to fight KG. Oh, so another thing I was gonna say. How, about why not? <laughs> KG is a fucking monster. But no, Melo, no. you not know where Melo from? He right. I, I don't care where Melo is from. I, you, that do matter. You know where I'm from? I'm still not throwing punches to nobody. <laughs> where you from? Don't matter to an extent. Melo is about that action. That's all I know. What I was going to say, bro, the KG. Lakers. I've, I've, I've heard from many NBA players that KG is a wolf. All KG is going to do is talk, and he's going to see you after the game and say it was just basketball. Them dudes that I was just talking about and referencing to, I've heard many NBA players say that he's that guy. And that's why he ain't never had no real drama besides with Dwight Howard, who was the softest mic for fuck around and bitch him. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bro, I was going to say about the Lakers, one thing I got a problem they got to fix, everybody, want, as soon as somebody gets a rebound, it'd be like three players trying to get the outlet pass. Julius Randle be standing there for the outlet. Thank you, bro. He need to run. Don't, don't you see he it now? Run. I, I've seen it because I see Isaiah Thomas waiting for the rebound. Before- What's good, y'all? This is your boy, Justin, a.k.a. Just Blaze, host of Above the Rim. And if you want a raw take on the NBA, Above the Rim is a show for you. With dope beats and entertaining guests each week, we offer a great new insight on all things NBA. You don't want to miss it. Find it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and the Almighty Baller Network. Or he even came out with saying that's their big problem. Give Lonzo the ball and outlet and fill the lanes. He's going to get you the ball. Everybody wants and to And the funniest thing, Lonzo Ball don't even be calling for the outlet most of the time. He be gone. Julius Randle love bringing the ball up. Brandon Ingram, what, I can see. He, like, he, lo- don't, but he, does, he loves. That's his You want to go to that coast? He ain't not that player. <laughs> he be all out of control. Um, but speaking of beef, would y'all in tune with the white side and B beef? Yeah, I seen what happened. Why? Hey, People saying he hit himself? He did, uh, but this is my question for y'all: Where is Whiteside among centers? Not even you don't have to rank or anything, but where would, is he staying? I'm gonna say he's top like at least seven. There, he's not top five. He's definitely not top five. And his, I don't want to. I say would. This Joel one. Embiid is a better player than him. Yeah, okay. Definitely. Period. Whiteside, I think Whiteside thinks that he's up there with Boogie now. Like he just I don't know He just acts like He's one of these Top centers And I, I just don't Think he is And I think Bam is actually Taking his spot Which mm-hmm. says a lot I just see him In that role Like he's another DeAndre Jordan Type player mm-hmm. Clint Capella type. Yeah, They just protect The rim and rebound hard He can be But I feel like They do they do that thing That all three of them Do better What well, I they think also, Well with Clint Capella Harden also And Chris Paul Make him way better I sure. think the problem With him Is 
a couple years ago, when he started emerging, mm-hmm. he was pretty one-dimensional. As a, he was a rebound and rim protector. I think they try to develop him into like a little, at least a post, a little bit of a post player, so he can run some of the offense to him. But now they kind of went away from that, and now he's like, "What's happening?" Because now he's losing his job a little bit. Right now he's kind of confused. I think he's just in a tough situation. Don't, don't really say that because he's not losing his job. He's not losing his job, but he's in a tough. He he wanted to be the star. He almost wanted to be the face of the franchise. He does, yeah. But and they, was, they're moving away from that, that way. Yeah. yeah. So it's basically like here's the they gave him the opportunity. Now they're taking it away when he started to get better at his job. I, can see, I, I like that. I like that viewpoint. Mm-hmm. They just found somebody who fits what they want to do better, and they don't have to give Bam the ball. Could y'all but, see them going away from Whiteside? I think he's gonna stay there because Eric supposed to just be taking him out when he be making like bonehead decisions. I think he, he does a lot. Yeah. He, he they're becoming more lenient with him now. But I think they just like what Bam's doing. It's kind of hard because now you got to pick and choose white side of Bam because you can't put them together. No, no, not. I got to say in the in the last seven or so games, Bam has not played over fifteen minutes. He it's has been, been, been white side, white side, white side. Who they who have they played against? They played um, against Joel and B. Joel and B, which is probably a handful for Martian Gortat, um, the Suns, uh, the Lakers, Joel and B again, the Grizzlies, the Pels. Anthony Davis. I don't know. Like I said, they're in a tough situation because they got They got they got (laughs) names starting to emerge. Even though I guess his minutes are low, and they I think they want to develop him more. Who Bam? Yeah, yeah. But they also trying to compete too. So I think Mm. that's why Whiteside is probably playing more minutes at this point because they're trying to win more games. Um, They are the seventh seed right now, tied for the seventh seed. Last topic I got for y'all. Don't know if y'all heard because it it flew over my head. Um, I had to actually go back and see this. Gordon Hayward had came out and said he still had hope to play this season. After, I saw that. After, uh, you know, because at first Stevens was like, there's no way he's going to come back. I don't think he would. Like, the reason why I think he's saying that he sh- he's not going to come back is because it's going to be too late in the season for them to try to gel yeah, him gonna back He's going to have to in. come right in for the playoffs. It's yeah, gonna, you know. it, it's going to be too hard. First, Then he's already going to have to, like, redo his rotations again. Yeah, but, I mean, what Gordon Hayward said really don't matter because right after he said that, Stevens basically said he's not playing this year. Yeah, I don't know what else that's to a say. Good, that's a good coach so. decision. Any, any, I feel like any coach would have made that decision. It don't make sense if let him play. Yeah. Heal yeah. up. Heal yeah. up. No rush. Let him get in shape. Like Y'all going to be right back with the same team next year, though. Exactly. The last 10 games, you know, my guy, Damian Wood, has been averaging 35-plus points this season. He's carrying his team on a nine-game streak. And a lot of people saying he's the MVP this year. What y'all think? That's well, wrong. First of all, that's Yeah, wrong. the first of all, he said he's averaging 35 points this la- season. Of the last 10, 10 games. games. Uh, I'm saying that's wrong about the MVP Me part. too. That's the only thing uh, I care about. Um, Derek, I'm going to ask you this question. Well, I'm going to ask all of y'all. And uh, what's the top four-point guards in the NBA? Stephen Curry, Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard. I don't know. I break it into tiers. Tier one, Stephen Curry, Russell Westbrook. They're they're the top two point guards in the league. Tier Big two, face. I would put Kyrie and Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard, and there's usually one other guy, John Wall. John Wall. John Wall. And then tier three would be Mike Hal Lawrys. My um, who else would that be? I would uh, say Mike. Even though he's hurt, Mike Drogic. Drogics, Mike, Mike Conley, Conley, and then Tier 4 would have my Jeff Teagues and yeah. things like that. Right, and then don't forget in Tier 2, Lonzo Ball. But anyway, what is your Big facts, big facts. <laughs> Russell, Steph, Dame, Kyrie. In that order? 
No, Steph is number one. Okay. Steph Thank you. I, I was, I was bad. Bad. good. I okay. I was thinking. I thought you lost it. Oh, Stephen Curry, Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard. I don't know. Like, it's a drop up from that. Kyrie, I, I, I'll say Kyrie fourth. Russell Westbrook, number one. Steph Curry, John Wall, Kyrie, and Lillard. But Russell Westbrook and, and Steph Curry are like a 1A, 1B. I'm not putting either over because it just depends on what I'm having. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, Russell Westbrook does so much, but then Curry is just so vital and lethal. Um, so, like, on any given day, I, I mean, I can close my eyes and pick either one and I'll be happy. Same thing with, to close out my list, Lillard and Kyrie. Like, me, I prefer Kyrie. I, w- I would say Damien over Kyrie. I think I'm going to lean towards Kyrie. Damien plays more defense. At least this year they, he is, man. They both pretty. They, hey, not, I, they both I, not spectacular yeah, defensively. Like, like, yeah, yeah, but I don't know because Kyrie, Kyrie is a part of the best defensive team in the league. Is it because of him? He, he definitely has, has to. He's <laughs> on the court for minutes. Also, not their team is also up there defensively. Not number one, though. No, true. Consistently too throughout the year, but before them, I'm taking John Wall. Before those two, That's King, true. you're not wrong with either. You're not wrong with any of them. Yeah, you could build your John franchise Ross doesn't bang. Right? He doesn't. Times. Do y'all know his timetable? Last week they said two between two to four more weeks. Kevin Love also got a return. Ranking um, players is dumb. Yeah, it's my least favorite. I, thing I like to do what you sports. did though with the tiers though. I can definitely see that. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not saying. In my tier two, I'm not saying that this player is better than this player. I'm saying that they're all on the really same level. But that's still ranking, though, because you're saying Kyrie. I mean, you're but saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, but in terms of levelment. Yeah. In terms of levelment, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Speaking of Stephen Curry, though, know, what y'all think about his injury? Is this going to be a problem for the playoffs? I mean, it could be. Unless because if he re-injures it in the yeah, playoffs. He's, so he's injured it four times in the last four months. So mm-hmm. it could be. That's, that was my thing. Like, when the ankle things – I had a, spark, a moment like this in my life. When we was – them export days, I just just couldn't stay healthy on my ankle. For some reason, I just kept landing on the road. If they, if they came out and said, we're going to rest him for the rest of the playoffs. Not rest even rest the season. Rest of the regular season. Oh, yeah, rest of the regular season. Would I think that surprise y'all? No, it would be smart to do that. Mm-hmm. They don't have shit to worry about. It's the ankle. Like, who cares if they're the one? And that's what, that's that what I'm saying. Like, even if they, even if like the NBA considered him healthy, but um, they wanted to come up with this approach to just let him rest for the rest of the season, how can the NBA interfere with that? You know what I mean? There's well, they, they wouldn't be able to because they can. They could say they, they could say it's, it's yeah. just an ankle sprain. Yeah, they, but they I, I feel like that's kind of like that. that does take a, a lot of the way from the coach's decision and like as far, strategy. You mean, you mean as far as the NBA saying, yeah, you coming down and trying to like put these the regulations Bulls. there? Yeah. Like the Bulls are trying to tank, but they said we got to play Robin. Lopez. Which they did. They Justin played Lopez. Robin for like five minutes in the first quarter. Then he didn't touch the floor. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they were they were obeying the rules. The NBA. I mean, I understand where the NBA is coming from, right? Yeah. Because yeah. the fans are paying this money, especially in Chicago. They're paying a hell of a lot of money to watch a team compete, and then some nights they just don't compete because they don't have the pieces. So put the pieces out there to make them compete. Um, so I can see where the NBA is coming from, but in the same stands, like let the team decide their own future. You know, it's it's kind of tough. Um, it's kind. Of, I'm kind of in the middle grounds with that type mm-hmm. of stuff, but that's the only team in recent history that they said anything to. Tyreek Evans has been now. I don't know if it's a real injury, but they just saying his ribs hurt. You know, that ain't a real injury. Like they could, they could say they could make up some stuff. They could have told Robin Lopez last night, fall, just fall, and then they could have said he sprained his ankle. 
out for three weeks, you know, something like that. But as far as the Seth Curry thing, that's a if they held him out for the rest of the regular season, I think that is the smartest decision they can do. Because mm-hmm. it's not like once the playoffs hit, they got to re put him into the, you know, uh-huh. into the formula. He's been that's he is the formula. You know, you put him face. on the court, he is the formula. And they show against the Spurs when he did go down that obviously they can win without him. Kevin mm-hmm. Durant is amazing. They did lose last night to to Dame Dollar and them. But they're still maybe the best team in the league, even yeah. without Steph Curry, or at least one of the best. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all so much for listening to this episode of Through the Wire. We'll see y'all in a couple of days with the newest episode. But right now, we get into the after show.